How are you this week, princesses? I'm tired. tired. (laughs) (laughs) And I think my heel is bruised. Pretty good. (laughs) Okay. Well, I was going to say I'm tired, but I guess that's... Aaron's the only one who's doing fine. I'd definitely be less tired if... The Hermesi 7 debacle hadn't just happened. We are not talking about that yet. It's not just the debacle, it's just the Resi 7 part 2. Oh, um, (laughs) this is just kind of a throwback to an old episode we had once. I was thinking again about video game names this week, and I remembered that when we were initially talking about names from video games that we would give our children, we really only talked about, like, character names. I gotta say, if I named my daughter Resi... That'd be a cute name. And like, it'd also be a fun low-key reference. You know what would be great though? You should not be allowed to have children. No, the greatest thing ever would be if your daughter Rezzy had a daughter and named her Rezzy the second. Aww. And then it'd be Rezzy two. And then she had, her daughter had a daughter and named her Rezzy and you just kept doing it. And then you do Rezzy seven. Rezzy two, Rezzy three, Rezzy four. And all they have to do is that Rezzy six would have to tell Rezzy seven that everyone loves you except for your great aunt Lainey because she has a vendetta against Rezzy seven now. And everybody hates Rezzy five. (laughs) And then you name the last daughter. Then you name the last daughter evil. Aww. Yeah, the <laughs> evil. That's, That's so cute. This is after many years. <laughs> yeah. This is a generational yes. thing. You have like a make a pact and with yes. your future progeny. The various, it's possibly a family curse. The various bad names that I give oh, my yeah. children aside. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and oh Poor yeah, Bay- right. Baron Bayonetta are freaking out when they get their little sister Rezzy. Um, so embarrassing moments. We're actually kind of light on those for this this time for whatever reason. Just a lot of little ones. I mean, Lainey has like a whole list of little ones that she was naming (laughs) off to me at work today. Like Aaron and Lainey tried to high five a few minutes ago (laughs) and that was a disaster. Ended up just sort of waving while being weirdly close to each other's bodies. (laughs) Like it's not a full embarrassing moment. It was just kind of like everybody watching was embarrassed. It was just kind of pathetic (laughs) for a second. It was captured on film. It was captured on film. So we're going to try to like... It was. We should put that on Instagram. (laughs) Just that section. Just that part. Just when you try to high five. Don't worry, Lainey. We'll get to the rest of it. I just wanted to say though, we are are thinking in the spirit of trying to engineer some embarrassing moments. Oh no. Until the next episode... We're all giving ourselves an assignment, and like it doesn't matter where this idea. We're came calling from. it Project Footloose. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. I have not seen the movie Footloose. I Jensen, neither have you, I. You, okay, Aaron, you haven't seen it. So three. I of have. Laney has. Look I saw the musical, the like a stage production of it. Oh, okay. That and don't count. I've seen many that parodies. Don't count. It doesn't have the Lehigh Roller Mill scene in it. Okay. It does. It's just if it's not in the Lehigh it's, Roller Mill, it's scaled down because it's on a stage. That movie is significant to many people in our lives because it was filmed nearby. I don't know that. We don't care. Like, it's in the Lehigh Lehigh Roller Mills. It's in the Lehigh Roller Mills. I went to school. We drive right near there all the time. Like, we were just over there. (laughs) Did you not? Get okay. Well, I I went, my, my middle I realize school was right mills, next to the Lehigh roller mill. Yeah, I, I didn't actually recognize the the name Lehigh. 
I thought you were just saying gibberish and then mills. It is taking so much nonsense to get to the point. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so the scene that was famously filmed in our very own Lehigh Roller Mills, where Kevin Bacon just dances out his feelings. Um, this has inspired us. So sometime before the next episode, we all have the assignment to put on some music and to just Lehigh Roller Mills our feelings out. Jensen and I are going to lose our jobs because of this. I'm so sure. We could go to the back of the warehouse and just like just dance, dance it out. Like the, the part past the doors where yeah. like only the people Where only the forklift. forklift people go. I've actually had um, a lot of embarrassing moment with the forklift operators because they'll like come up by me and they're like honking and I don't know where they're going because they don't say anything. They, don't they say just anything. honk constantly. They just want you to know that they're And there. I had one... <laughs> It's very similar to the scene from Austin Powers when he's going and the guy's like, the security guard's standing there just screaming. <laughs> he's super far away and it's really slow. It was similar to that where there was a forklift way, way down a row and it was coming at me. And I was like, what do I do? And I had like a big pallet of stuff and I was like, where do I go? And I was panicking, just standing there watching it. And then I finally just like ran away with the palette and went around the corner. And then I looked back and it turned and was gone. <laughs> and I was just like, it wasn't even anywhere near me. It's the thing about work stories is that they are especially entertaining to the people who work there. To everybody else, it's just foreign. <laughs> no, Did we guys... tell you about the tape slowly rotating on me? <laughs> over... <laughs> it was hilarious. I don't know why. But I got was, video of it. And the sleeve sticking out of a locker today. <laughs> Whatever. We'll see if we keep the work story in the final edit of this episode. <laughs> the sleeve was hilarious. I took a picture of that sleeve. <laughs> so and I took video of the tape. Yes. Aaron, please tell no, us. No, guys, wait. Before. The other thing is that the tape has replacement part written over it. We but found someone crossed put that. a sticker so that it yeah. says replacement part. <laughs> It's the greatest tape ever. It's his replacement farts. We've taken the calling. We've taken. We've given the tape a pronoun. We call him he. Yeah. Like we're like he just knows what he's doing. <laughs> we look over there and he's just rotating on the, the thing. The faceless form of comedy. It's great. I freaking love that tape so much. Okay, thank you for that second amazing story about your job. I feel like I'm on this podcast about video games. Oh, sorry. Okay. Evermore. 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 Is a magical, wonderful place. Um, you walk in. It's basically wa like walking into an RPG. Like walking into Skyrim. Like they're mm -hmm. like the buildings and every. It, they make it feel like you're in a town. So it's like secluded from the busy streets and yeah, you just feel like you've entered another world, which is what they're going for. And they have um, actors working there in awesome costume and oftentimes awesome makeup jobs, like monster, you know, like they look like monsters and um, they've got yeah animatronics in some cases and just really cool. Um, but basically they have a... A loose story that like there's a portal that opens to our world and opening it caused some problems and most recently like a sickness to go throughout the town um make them kind of like zombies but you can join different factions and go around and ask people like how you can help and they'll give you quests and 
Um, usually it'll be like a fetch quest or people you can talk to. Um, I don't know. I'm, am I, am I getting and the no, space like of a, it? <laughs> if you haven't put two and two together, it's an amusement park for nerds. It's like a big yeah. LARP fest. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a great. big amusement park for LARPing. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. specifically like a live action D&D mm-hmm. yeah. game. And uh, it's a lot of fun. And Erin and her husband and some of their friends, not us, have gone several times in the past. <laughs> a few times. Yeah. And they finally took us this last weekend for the first time. Mm-hmm. And it was a blast. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. They have a couple of different seasonal, like, storylines and shows that they kind of have going throughout the year. And this being the only one we've ever done was of course the, you know, the spoopy one. Cause it's, it's Halloween, it's October. So they have a zombie virus is the storyline mm-hmm. going on right now. Um, and it was so much fun. They told us not to talk to vampires. So I really want to talk to vampires. I never we just saw the vampires. vampires. I saw them. They were following us for a while. Mm-hmm. Why didn't we just turn around and say, Hey, can I join your clan? I didn't want to be a vampire. to follow people, but I'd like to follow you guys. <laughs> I didn't want to derail the quest we were on, but I did True. notice mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And so I was like wanting to turn around and just ditch you guys a couple of times and just go <laughs> hang with the vampires. They were like what we do in the shadows style vampires. Oh, yeah. Oh, I wish really I had fun. joined them. Like they were being I mean, we had and fun in our quest. And, yeah. <laughs> Even though we didn't really know exactly what we were doing and we didn't really know what like faction we were doing the quest yeah. for. We, we met didn't a know ghost. who we were going to <laughs> yeah. I don't think we really understood what was going on until we met the dwarves and then we hung that out with the them for best. a little bit. And they were awesome they were so oh my funny. gosh yeah. we sang songs with them we had told to ghost stories he played yeah. the guitar with Actually, the songs yes Play, sang some cranberries yeah yes. out of um <laughs> part of a quest was that we needed to perform in front of a performer so we told them these quests that we were on they were like well that's what we're here for like so what do you got perform for us and i was immediately just like is this the real life? And then I shut that down. <laughs> and I was like, fine. Each morning I get up and I die a little. Because, come on. And then that one stuck because gotta, it's an earworm and everybody starts yeah. singing. And you gotta <laughs> sing Queen. It's Queen. If you're in a portal fantasy. Well, I just didn't want you to be Bohemian yeah. Rhapsody because... Um, I felt like it was a little bit on the... I already felt like it was really self-indulgent for me to even be there because you guys know my huge preoccupation with portal fantasies. Mm -hmm. I have written mostly portal fantasies in my lifetime as a writer. Basically, everyone else has Elsa. You're not special. And (laughs) I wasn't trying to say special. I'm talking about a pathology that I have that I know is common amongst writers. I love portal fantasies. And in one of my books... Bohemian Rhapsody featured prominently in one particular scene until I eventually rewrote it because I didn't want to even investigate the copyright issues and I just decided to change the scene. It's too bad, no, because it was great with Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm. I thought it was really good, but um, it's not in there anymore. Mm. It's fine, I guess. It was just funny. It was just a way for other people from our world to identify each other. like it just, Because mm. everyone knows Bo Rap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no matter what country you're from, you probably know a little bit of Bo Rap. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and if not, where have you been? Yeah. Like, <laughs> seriously. It's, well, a couple if you of don't songs. know, then you're 15 and you're a freaking idiot. <laughs> there's a couple <laughs> of songs where if you wander into karaoke, people will sing it and they'll know the words, even if they don't speak English and even if you're all the way on the other side of the world. Or they'll hum it. Bo Rap's one of them. Another one weirdly is Wonderwall. Yeah. But anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Just something I've noticed. 
I do travel. I do feel like I know all the words to that one. So I well, it. you're an English speaker. So I know, but I mean, like, but I don't, you learned. I don't it in have Poland, right. The, no, I don't have. Well, no, I did hear it in Poland a couple times actually. But no, I don't have the song. I don't have a copy of that song. You just know but I just know the words. Oh, interesting. I also heard Lindsay Sterling in Poland. Yeah. Aaron's not a Someone fan. was playing it super loud this in is, the middle of the Rennick and Roswell. This is the one thing that Aaron like vehemently hates. We, yeah. should, can, we should contextualize Aaron's disgust with this nature. She's a violinist. Aaron is so a violinist. Like, yeah. So she's critical of Lindsay Sterling mostly as a violinist, mm-hmm. as yeah. I understand it. Yeah. 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 I won't go into too much detail but her tone quality is not great she holds her wrist wrong like she holds the violin incorrectly and just the faces she makes i can't no i just can't Aaron cares so much about this, this. is the easiest <laughs> i've ever seen Aaron. it's like really fun Aaron like never comes for people i, I personally have nothing against lindsey sterling i don't know single crap about music so like i don't care but which is a lie. <laughs> you guys know about music. <laughs> you performed for performers. And, I performed yeah, for performers. And they accepted your song. Yeah, anybody <laughs> can sing Queen Elsa. That's not true. That's not true. Since Kanye West. Why what? did you try that? Yeah. What? Can he sing at all? So like a few years ago, he actually quote unquote sang Bohemian Rhapsody at a concert. Ooh. It sounded awful like he was not on pitch at all that one is hard to get on his voice was terrible and just i was like no please go away (laughs) it was yeah it was bad (laughs) and he referred to himself as the greatest rock star in the world and i was just like oh if freddie mercury exists if you are (laughs) what are you what is this sentence you're starting tired. If you are, if you live in a world where Freddie Mercury existed at one point. We do! <laughs> which, well, who are you talking to? Which we do, then you're not the best rock star of all time because Freddie Mercury existed. The last thing I will say, um, something that's really fun about Evermore is when, if the actors aren't interacting with any of the guests, they're basically living out their script. Like you can see stories happening all around you and different conversations. Like they're always in character. Like they're not just standing around like, well, no one's here. I guess I'm just gonna twiddle my thumbs. It's or I'm like gonna pull out my phone. phone. Yeah. Like no. Like I am in character right now. Yeah. I like, am a knight. You're full. I'm gonna go do night things right yeah. now because no one's talking to me like, it's fine you are fully immersed and it's just it's a great experience you should definitely go especially during halloween that's um we've been during summer and that was still fun but halloween has definitely been the funnest mm-hmm. so far yeah i know i'm not entirely sure but i am under the impression that some people do travel to come to evermore which is impressive oh, yeah. part of you mm-hmm. yeah. grove utah because when we were there the dwarves asked us where we were from and we were just like Utah. Utah. <laughs> we're, we're from here. It's fine. We're not far away. I panicked and said Nevada. So. Nevada! And that didn't seem surprising. Yeah. yeah. Canada. Canada. Yeah, no, the dwarves are really cool. And I will say, as somebody who has, like, a general fascination with and a love for portal fantasies, and will probably write several more that, you know, don't even have that much of a nuanced difference from the other ones I've already written. Um, I, I kind of feel like I got a new idea from a story for this trip forevermore. So I think that I'm going to end up writing a story about some siblings who end up in a portal fantasy. And the younger one... Just to the Dark Lord! 
and the younger one keeps <laughs> trying to run away <laughs> to join the, the Dark Lord. Lord, and the older one's trying to keep a handle on that and can't, and then ends up hanging out with some dwarves. I um I we, know who I am because that's basically what happened. <laughs> yes, we all know who you are, Lainey. You're the one who tries to join the Dark I'm Lord. Edmund. In honor of me, can you make the middle sibling always trying to find vampires to join? Sure. Just like looking out for vampires constantly. Yeah, why not? Just like where are the vampires? <laughs> like, I was, I'm really more excited about the fact that I do think that if I ever was ever found to find myself in a portal fantasy, I would just hang out with the dwarves. Because they know how to party. They're awesome. They yeah. Are, like, they were so But much I also fun. really want to be They're a vampire. They're awesome. We sang, <laughs> My we vampire sang face never really zombies ended. by the, or zombie, by the cranberries. And it was wonderful because it worked with the storyline too. Because outside this tent, it was just a cold night full of zombies wandering evermore. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it was yeah. raining all night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It and, was cold and And, and the, the guy who... Mm-hmm. Played the song for us, knew every single word. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was awesome. Yeah, it was really good. It was great. Plus, the guy who played the song for us was Clancy in Unicorn City. So <laughs> <It> was <really laughs> good. Yeah. I was like, I know who you are, <laughs> yeah, but I'm just I, gonna call you Lonnie. They cause... were, they were both, yeah, Utah famous. You know, like I recognized him from Unicorn City, and then the other guy was from the Fruit Ninja, um, Fruit Ninja in, in real, real life. life video, and. Um, and I used to date a friend of his, but he probably doesn't recognize me. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, we were chatting and I wanted to be like, do you remember? Uh, yeah. We've met. So we're like 25 minutes. I know. This. So this is already a freaking long so ass podcast. Oh, we were going to be cutting so much, so much about work stories. Hello. <laughs> welcome to the long ass podcast. Oh my gosh. Anyway, we can we possible we title. So long ass times. So we've all been playing some spoopy games for Halloween, some very scary sort of games-ish. Um, and I'm not going to ask Erin what she plays because I know what it was. I am instead going to ask Jensen to leave so Erin can talk about it. <laughs> Where should I go? I don't know. I'll just go into your kitchen and sit in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can turn on the lights if you want. No, no. I don't know where they are. No. Just sit in the dark. <laughs> sit in the dark. So Jensen's leaving because she doesn't oh, want spoilers. Like Aaron, tell us about Batman. No, let's gossip about Jensen while she's gone. (laughs) She edits this podcast. Jensen has a great butt. She does, actually. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, Arkham Knight. Um, Major, major, major spoiler warning here, especially if you haven't, like Jensen, played Arkham City, because at the end of Arkham City, Jensen, you can't hear me, right? (laughs) The Joker dies. And we know this. Yeah. I don't okay. know how she hasn't gotten spoiled yet. <laughs> yeah. I don't either. And what something that is so great about Arkham Knight is they found a way to bring the Joker back mm-hmm. with Mark Hamill's wonderful performance. And it's that Batman still has some of the Joker's sickness that the Joker sprung on him <laughs> with his own blood. And he's slowly going crazy and slowly turning into the Joker. So he hallucinates the Joker quite a bit throughout the game, and it's brilliant, and I love it, and it's so much fun. Yeah, in fact, <laughs> the VR kind of hints that. Oh, it yeah. does? Yeah. yeah, it does, because <clears throat> you at the end you have this weird hallucination, and you're, like, trapped in the cell that the Joker's in, mm-hmm. and you, like, look up and you look in the mirror and you're Batman, and then you, like, turn and you look back and you're the Joker. Oh, my it's gosh. It's so cool. Yeah, it's great. Jensen, like, even came in the room when you were playing that part. <laughs> you think she would have figured... Yeah, I was okay, like, 
like, even if you don't explicitly know what's going on, I feel like watching that scene, there's a lot it's... of there's a lot of implications. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when like the whole point of the of it is that you're like investigating these murders and you're investigating the murder of like like Nightwing or something. Like Nightwing's dead. Yeah. And you go to investigate and it's like it's strange. It's like someone approached him and he wasn't like they didn't think it was hostile. Somebody knew. He turned his back on him and he died. And I was like Batman toads killed him. Uh, Batman is like disassociating and oh he's no. killing these people. Yes. Oh, the Joker no. and Batman are sharing a brain now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Um it takes place on Halloween even and it's kind of spooky because Scarecrow's like the main villain and his face got all disfigured by Killer Croc, so he <clears throat> disfigured his face further or just rather took advantage of it and made it look like his mask so it's like soups creepy cool so he's got you know, like fabric kind of like stuck to his face and his mouth is almost sewn shut it's really creepy and cool oh my gosh yeah i mean that's what i'd do if i was a super villain and i accidentally disfigured my face so just like i'm just gonna lean into it right yeah seriously he nailed it and like his his fear toxin is the biggest threat and um there's a serial killer on the loose um the arkham knight story arc <laughs> i'm tired oh <laughs> the arkham knight story arc is really cool so it's like this this guy comes in and he's got like an army and he knows all of batman's moves and he's trying to train these men to like take down batman and he's like guys like I've told you everything you need to know. Why can he not take him down still? Because <laughs> he's bad. And, yeah. And it turns out... Major spoilers! Major, major. Um, he's Jason Todd, who Batman thought the Joker killed. Jo- Joker sent him a video of himself killing Jason Todd. And so, obviously, Batman didn't go look for him, and he's a little bit pissed about that. <laughs> so he became the Arkham Knight, and he wants vengeance. So... Yeah, that whole story arc yeah. is awesome. All kinds of good Halloweeny stuff. Yeah, cool. it's got so many good, so many good villains. It's great, you guys. You should play it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what I've been playing. Elsa. Oh, so I played a two games. Wait, oh. Jensen. Oh yeah. Lainey, why don't you go retrieve Jensen? I will get her. Are you being told? Yes. Now that Lainey and Jensen are gone. <laughs> You can be have a time to spoil everything. Oh, she's here yeah. and undo all of the good work you just did. No. Oh, dang. <laughs> hey. There's so much stuff I have to step around. <laughs> stick my butt right in your face as I go around you. We were just talking about that. Yeah. What? Your honky tonk ba donk ba donk. How does that come up? We were just talking about your butt. We all like looking at it. Yeah. I played two games this month for Halloween. One is my like creepy Halloween game, Amnesia, which I have not finished yet. I'm hoping to finish it tomorrow because I actually have a day off, so. Ooh, that's exciting. I know. Would you go pick up Outer Worlds for me from GameStop? Yeah, sure. Okay, cool. I'm going to play Amnesia. I'm going to finish Amnesia because I already played it for a few hours. It's really fun. I can see why people really liked this one when it came out. And of course, I slept on it, which was foolish of me. Um, It's really fun. I get the whole creepiness with the water level. Although part of me kind of side-eyes the whole thing where it's like, 
you got away with not animating this thing. And it's scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's scary. Or it's like, okay. It's, I can't tell what it's a, it's a clever. It's a clever it's way, a clever to, way to have to do less work. It's like yeah. the scariest game of the floor is lava you'll ever play in your life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> much although Except my other game the other game that i'm playing is also kind of the floor is lava except instead of the floor is lava it's the floor is murderous playgrounds so i the floor is rats the floor is rats so you're just touch them you're just playing 1300 the game um i'm playing a plague tale innocence which could be called um, 1300s in France, the English oh, are invading. The most recent <laughs> things that I read about the plague historically actually suggest that the rats didn't have really anything to do with it. It was just a rumor for a long time because people associated the rats with death. It was just people who they... didn't wash their hands because they were like, ew. We'll give this game the benefit of the doubt and say <laughs> that it's been in development for a long time and probably before that became a thing. Also, the rats were sort of a cool mechanic in the end. Um... I know I heard a lot of people complain about the difficulty of this game for various reasons. I actually found it to be a lot of fun and it it wasn't it wasn't like difficult in that it was I don't know. There was one or two people who were like this is an unfinishable game and like that's not true. I finished it <laughs> just fine. <laughs> but like it did have some components to it where there was a little bit of a learning curve. Like it wasn't intuitive what you were supposed to do with this mechanic or with this challenge. And so it might take a few tries to get it. Um, and the rats were one of those things. Like I really had a, had a tough time figuring out how to, especially how to control the rats when you eventually get to like, I mean, mild, mild spoilers, you get to a point in the game where you're not just trying to avoid getting eaten by the rats. You can actually manipulate them. <gasps> just Ooh. use peanut butter. And, or pizza crusts. <laughs> it's 13th century France. The English have invaded. I've been run out of my home. I'm basically an orphan. If I can find peanut butter, I'm eating it. <laughs> or you can give it to the rats because rats are oh, cute. Okay. Not these ones. <laughs> these ones are actually they are kind of cute. I got distracted. All rats are cute, Aaron. They're <laughs> just cute. Okay. Even when they're coming out of a dead body, I'm Look. like. Oh. I don't know. Like a little snack. Like an until dawn. Yeah, and just like, oh, it's a rat. I just kind of snack. This might be a little weird. I do, in fact, find rats to be very cute. Um, and I know now that this is a pure appreciation for rats because I literally got distracted during the boss battle looking at the rats. Because <laughs> I was just like, oh, look at that. Those ones aren't even doing anything. They're just standing there watching me. Like, oh, <laughs> rats are cute. Like, like, it's like, they're so cute. And I was like, oh, I'm about to die. Like, <laughs> like they stand up and they got these like little oh, stubby they limbs. Stand up. Yeah. And they stand up yeah, and they, they were doing things that. and they're like, their nose twitches and you see their like little, oh. uh, their little whiskers. whiskers, like, feeling around. It's just adorable and okay, cute. Okay, that's cute. They're yeah. super cute. It's so cute. I love rats. When you have pet rats, you realize that they're so adorable. Yeah. They look like... And they look like they're in, you know, like, the, the piggy bag, like, sleeping bag onesies yeah. that, that kids like wear. Where the, the, yeah, the legs are way too far down. Rats just look like they live in those. And they're furry. It's just like a furry piggy bag. I personally feel like the only, the people who think that rats are disgusting and scary are people who actually have not seen domesticated rats. Yeah. Or even wild rats. Wild rats are adorable. Rats they're are like so domesticated cute. rats, only way smaller. So that you'd yeah. probably mistake them for a mouse if you didn't know what you were looking at. Yeah. They're super yeah. cute. Anyway, aside from the rats, there's lots of other things to like about this game. Yes. <laughs> it's a very 
good game. Uh, I would encourage all of you to play it, actually. I don't feel like it's too survival horror-y. Um, it's, it's like puzzles and stuff, but there's more like combat and stealth, really. Um, and it's quite a good time. It's long for the kind of game it is. Like, it feels very robust. And um, I enjoyed the characters. I enjoyed the weirdness. Um, it's got a nice scary dragon who I realized I've been admiring concept art of for a while now. I just didn't realize it was him. And uh, it's and I actually I, I think that there's some things about the story that I might have improved or tightened. Um, and there's a few things here and there where I was like, well, that was a weird choice. But um, <laughs> overall, I thought it all worked uh, i kind of get what they're going for with like thematically where it's just essentially it's supposed to be kind of tugging at your emotions where it's like look at these two adorable french children now we're putting them in situations where everything's really hard and they have to do horrible things to survive <laughs> for a second I was like, this could almost be applied to miraculous ladybug and it would make sense no. <laughs> and the ending bit was like no no it's different like they both they both have to eventually straight up murder people to get through the game. Yeah, unless you really call... sad because the little boy's like five. Oh. Unless you call dressing up yeah. as a vigilante and saying really dumb catchphrases in French is horrible, unspeakable things. I would say I'm a little bit sad it doesn't go too much deeper than just this is sad. Yeah, like it kind of that's kind of where it stops its exploration, mm. which like maybe that's enough. Like it is sad. It's war. It sucks. But um, I, I, I personally, I would have liked it if it had gone a few levels deeper, I guess. Mm -hmm. But um, I thought that for what it was, it was effective. You know, I got teary at the end. It's, it's poignant. And it was a very, very beautiful game. It's got a nice photo mode. I actually took some pictures, which I never do, mm. because oh. it was just, it was pretty. And, um, and I really liked it. And I think that all three of you um, and any listeners that might exist. <laughs> <laughs> We know you're there. <laughs> uh, I actually we there. laugh because it seems so far fetched. <laughs> <laughs> I actually do think that this is a very um, this is this is a very like playable game for anybody who kind of likes you know these types of games where mm. it's puzzles and it's combat and strategy and stealth and all kinds of fun things and I really liked it. Uh, well, first I'm gonna do just a quick rundown <clears throat> of the games that I beat since the last episode. Oh. <laughs> uh, so I finished Lego Star Wars Clone Wars and got all the achievements. I finished Headlander and got the platinum. Ooh. And I finished Infamous in my evil playthrough and got the platinum. <laughs> and I got that one last night. That was fun. Um, as for my spooky Halloween game, I played Dead Space. My experience playing Dead Space is like I'm walking around and... I'm going very slowly. Like, I, I, I started out thinking, oh, maybe I should stream this or like maybe we should record me playing some. And then as soon as I like the necromorph started attacking and I was let loose in the game, I stood there for a solid five minutes going, I don't really want to go anywhere. Jensen, <laughs> I, I commend you for thinking that maybe you should record it, but I was there with you when you were playing it. Was it. Boring it, hell, it was boring as hell, wasn't it? It was boring as heck because yeah. all she did was... Jensen has very good aim in games, so she's not bad at combat. So all she does is she walks around, and when a necromorph shows up, she goes, ah! And then by that point, she's already shot it and killed it. She's just like, oh. 
Yeah. <laughs> she kept doing over and over and yeah. over again. It's like screaming. It's, it's dead. It's like screaming. I'm fine, but I'm like I'm low level scared, walking around really slowly. And then a necromorph pops out of somewhere. I scream. I've already fired. Its legs are gone. <laughs> and then I go, oh, okay, and I'm fine. And then I'm low level scared and walking around again. So <laughs> so it's just like a spike in terror and then I'm fine again. It's building tension and then it drops once you kill it. And then it builds tension and drops yeah. once you kill it instead of building tension, 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 yeah. tension. Essentially, it's just a game of jump scares. For it's, yeah, it's just a game of jump scares. But I'm making my way through it okay. I'm in chapter three now. Uh, close to the end of chapter three, I just did the centrifuge part, which the centrifuge part... It was kind of awesome. Like you have to go, you have to find the engine room and like start up the centrifuge like engine thingy. I'm not totally sure what I'm doing. <laughs> I know I'm trying to get the ship restarted. To get a the ship to start. Either. That's not what centrifuges are for. I don't I don't really know exactly what I'm doing. All I know is I'm doing stuff to get the ship working again. Like I had to get the fuel working, like I had to fill the, the tank. Oh, maybe it has something to do and with separating that stuff part was fuel. frustrating because the whole time I could see exactly what it wanted me to do. And I'm like, you're just setting me up for all this crap. And I mean, I know that's the whole point of the game, but I still feel betrayed. When I got to the centrifuge, I like I made my way through it and I had to like connect the things, the, the power thing. So it would start spinning. And then as soon as I connected and turned it on, the centrifuge starts going and I go out and I'm trying to run so that I don't get hit and smushed by it. I died several times. First time and only time I've died so far in the game has been from that. And one of the times I was going and I started running and then my buddy calls me and starts talking to me and Isaac immediately slows down to a walk <laughs> as he's talking with his friend who's like giving him instructions. And I'm just like, what well, you, you killed me. Thank you. <laughs> and the centrifuge comes and just smushes me. I'm like, thank you, dude. You just killed me. <laughs> and uh, right as soon as I finished that, too, I was like talking to Lainey and I was leaving the area and I was like, I feel really good about it, the amount that I've accomplished today. You know, I, I feel confident in my abilities. I'm doing okay in this game. And all of a sudden, this huge, monstrous arm shoots through the hallway, grabs Isaac, and just starts pulling him down, yep. and I'm just screaming, shooting him. Yeah, that is exactly what happened. She got video of it. She was just, she was just talking so peaceful, and then out of nowhere, this creepy tentacle hentai thing, just out of nowhere, grabs her. And she's just going, ah! ah! And I'm like, what? I think that's the goal is for it to happen like that. No, it does happen. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. but it was funny when you're sitting there being casual. Because yeah. Jensen was being casual. Like well, it wasn't I knew out inward. It was outward. She's yeah. talking to me. Yeah. I knew there was gonna be something in the hallway because Okay, I studied level design. I know what they're doing. And so I know that every time I finish a thing, when I go to the hallway before that was previously empty and peaceful and ha probably has a save area, that there's going to be some kind of threat there that I have to deal with. It's happened every single time. And so I knew there was going to be something, but I didn't expect it to be a huge flipping monster arm that just grabs me and starts dragging me down the hallway. That was surprising. <laughs> Also, they keep trying to trick me with dead necromorphs lying in the middle of like the, of an open area, just like a dead one. And I come up and I'm like, nah. you're not tricking I'm me. I'm going to poke that. <laughs> yeah, you're not dead. And so I immediately shoot its head off and then it starts crawling at me. And I'm like, what did I tell you? Oh. I knew it. I knew it. You can't pull one over on me. I studied this stuff. 
This doesn't make it any less terrifying. Jensen has a master's in gameology. I studied this stuff. <laughs> but anyway, I'm having a lot of fun with it and I plan on continuing and um, I'm going to try and beat it and I'm going to try and get all the achievements. I think I can do it. It's going to be, it's going to be scary. It's going to be many more screams ahead, but <laughs> I'm enjoying it. It's mm -hmm. fun. So I and, will prepare by taking Excedrin yes. beforehand. You'll need to take a lot of Excedrin. And just a quick note before I move on. I feel like I feel like Dead Space, Bioshock, and Prey are like sister games. They have very similar things about them. Like they all involve a protagonist who is coming to an area that they either like have only like they have no memory of being in, but they have been there or they've only been there like once. Like I think Isaac has just been there to like visit and like Jack was from Rapture and um, Morgan doesn't remember that they've, that they've been on this station the whole time and stuff. And you're fighting some creepy thing that takes over people. Like Insanity in Bioshock, the mimics who like, they basically just like turn people into other mimics. And then the necromorphs that are dead bodies that come back to life. And like, there's just, there's a lot of similarities. And I just feel like they're, it's like a family of games. And of I us, like that. Of us three sisters, we are the three <clears throat> games. I'm Dead Space, you're Prey, Jensen's Prey, and Elsa is Bioshock. That's fair. I kind of see that, yeah. Yeah. That's fun. <laughs> Wait, why are you Dead Space? <laughs> because I'm a science major. Because oh. she's dead inside. Yeah, I guess you are the only STEM field one of us. Yeah. Why am I prey? Because... Besides just that I like it a lot. <laughs> it's my favorite of the games. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's closer to Mass Effect than anything It's else. closest to it's Mass really Effect. Fun. It's the most science fiction out of all of them. And Elsa's Bioshock, because... It sounds like something I would have written. Well, it does. <laughs> it does, it does <laughs> feel like something you, you would have written. Yeah. And it's super weird. Anyway, like a circus of values. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my last game I'll talk about with Lainey. Yeah, so um, the last time, not the last time, but a couple weeks ago, we were hanging out with Aaron and Zach and James. I think he was there too. Yeah. And um, we're looking at some of the games that are coming out, and we stumbled upon Greedfall. Yeah. Which I had just barely heard about it that day because I was looking through Game Informer, and they had they had um, reviewed it. And it's a Spiders game, which Jensen was familiar with because yeah. she's played Bound they by did. Flame. And we were following and the Technomancer, Technomancer yeah. but we didn't end up getting it or playing it because... Um... I have it, actually. I have oh, it on you PC it? and on Xbox, but I haven't really played but it very we much. Haven't played. Um, and it's kind of okay. You may also know <laughs> Spiders as the famous game, before they were called Spiders, as the famous game that made that Sherlock game. Yeah, at least Watson. that's what the internet has said, is that they made the Sherlock game where Watson just appears behind you because whenever you turn around. they didn't bother animating him walking. Yeah. Um, but we watched the trailer for it, and at first we were like, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And then as we kept watching the trailer, we were like, yeah, actually, this, this looks really fun. This was like a five-minute trailer, and it was just really in-depth. It really sold the game, yeah. actually. By the end, we were like, we want to get this. We were like, we have to get this game tomorrow. So we did. Yeah. We get, we, the next day after work, we went and we, and we, we found it. We bought there, it. The thing is though, the there weird thing only is. One, there was only one copy in all of Utah. Yeah. At GameStop. At GameStop. And one copy in all of Utah at Best Buy. 
And we got those for copies. PlayStation. Well, I didn't get the Best Buy one because it was too far away, and you guys didn't want to drive there, so oh, I had to yeah. get mine off Amazon. That's what she <laughs> so Lainey got the one at GameStop because when we found out there's only one copy, she goes, "I'll buy it." <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we we've been playing it. I'm still playing it quite a lot. Oh, yeah. And I've been uh, playing it a lot too. I'm really enjoying it. I definitely think that Spider stepped it up and mm-hmm. it that it's been reflected um through that by the reviews. Lots yeah. of people have liked it. Um Spiders is obviously very proud of it, and I think it's rightly so. It's an interesting game and yeah, it's a good time. And yeah. uh the the best way that I can describe it, as the we described is, it, the premise just... of the game is, oops, you did a colonialism. Now you gotta fix, fix it. it. <laughs> and uh, it's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yep. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's essentially well, now we're even. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, essentially it's, oops, we did a colonialism. That's really what it is. It's, you're just like a diplomat trying to fix the Trying to be you know, like, no, just with learning on this island. things that the colonists but, did to piss off the natives like, and just being like, yeah, you guys. No, you don't get to take their land and give them beads. Literally, that happens. Literally, that's a quest. And I was just like, oh, no. no. You gave me I'm so Beads. so afraid that we're gonna find out that like the bridge alliance gave them diseased blankets I know. like i'm just like oh my goodness if you guys did this i'm actually going to like get on the boat and leave this island forever it's bye guys but it's it's quite fun it feels it feels like they wanted to make like a bioware game and they got really close, yeah, really close. it's it it's, feels a bit like a cross between dragon age inquisition with like the aesthetic of Witcher 3 in some areas. But piratey. And piratey, yeah. Super piratey. Because <laughs> there's so many tricorn hats. Yeah. <laughs> but it's great. Yes. We definitely suggest it if you like RPGs mm-hmm. and Bioware games and specifically games with like interesting storylines for every quest. Every quest the, is interesting. The story there hasn't been a boring one. Except for the one you did for Kurt that you hated. I hated that one. Um, I hated it so much. But I don't think it was so much that it was boring. I it think was it was just that Kurt. it was, you don't like Kurt and you had to kind of go all over and talk to a bunch of different and people. And I was sort of like, why am Kurt. I helping Kurt when I could be hanging out with Bosco, the weird pirate with cool facial tattoos? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that was Greedfall. Was great. Um, so on to my spoopy game that we just, uh, recorded me playing and then found out that, um, all the recording for... Resi 7, it's blocked. You can't record on the game. So we just. They let us record six seconds of the menu. Yeah, so we just have a recording (laughs) of me playing the game on the couch, but no screen recording. So that's fun. <laughs> it's fine. I'm very, I'm very tired afterward um, because I don't play horror games ever. And last time I tried to play an actually scary horror game until Dawn and Man and Medan are not included in this was Layers of Fear. When I walked into the main no. part of the house <laughs> and I opened one drawer and I went, nope, and I turned it <laughs> off. Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> so I played Resi 7 and I, I gotta say it's definitely a, sp- a spooper and uh, I don't plan to play any more of it because I'm a big coward, but I can tell it's like, it's a good game. She earned four trophies and those are the only four trophies she will ever earn from yeah. that game. 
I got to family dinner and I yes. got past family dinner actually because I survived. <laughs> she got past the the uh, what's Dad. his bucket, Daddy Baker, with whatever. A yeah, with the yeah. shovel chasing around, she was like trying to shimmy him. past him between him and the wall. She didn't go the long like Jeff. around him to the area where there was there was more space in the hallway. She just tried to <laughs> shimmy between him and the corner. I just amazing changed his mind and he wanted to give me a hug instead. He didn't, he didn't seem that concerned with chasing you down though, because no. once you got away, he just kind of kept walking into the kitchen. He didn't really he care. Didn't care. I feel like he just like kind of wanted. So what happened too, the first time I ran into him was I walk, um, I turn the corner and I look down the hall and he walks in and he's sort of just standing there at the very end. And I just like, nope. And I just started walking backwards and then I walked out of the hall and I hid around the corner and I was like, I need to go past there, don't I? And Elsa's just like, yup. And so I start walking and then I turn the corner again and he's way closer and he's just like, boy, and he's got the shovel and I'm just like, ah, ah. And I'm shimmying past him and then I'm running over and I pick up a, a She picked up a picture like mid run and just looked at it. I was like, no, I didn't want to do that. I had to pick up a key and like run to the latch and run to the latch and then I like run into him again but like I could have walked she could have gone the other way around the couch and he wouldn't have been it able to catch her more time. but instead she just like tried to jump over the couch and get past him that way and it was really look, awkward look I'm willing to look like a complete idiot and get way more injured if it means that I can spend less time in a chase scene that is what I'm realizing about my play style. Yeah. I think your flimsy attempts at escape just kind of like <laughs> made his bloodlust go down. He's like, well, this isn't as fun. He's kind of bored. He's like, it's not as wow. fun as I was hoping. What She's are you doing? Politely trying to scoot around me. So. Yeah, excuse me. <laughs> excuse the me. The of the chase is gone. She's just kind of knocking her shins against the couch. <laughs> I don't know what that's about. I guess I'll just wait till he's done. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. I think Daddy Baker kind of lost interest in chasing me because I was just such a weird. <laughs> he's like, gonna let you go. He's like, mm, excuse like, me. Like, probably better that way. Yeah, little did they know you could manipulate the AI by acting weird. <laughs> <laughs> no one ever tried it before because yeah. no one's such a weirdo in horror games when it comes to me. So unfortunately that video will not exist yeah, because yeah. we just don't have the footage for it. And everything that we've looked into it, it sounds like this is kind of a general problem yeah. with Resi 7 where they just really want to block it. And I don't know that we're going to talk about this too much because we kind of want to get through the rest of our spoopy outline. But already an hour in. <laughs> I think we can all agree that this, that this trend of game companies and even of like consoles or even on PC, apparently this is a problem as well, where they try and like block footage so you can't record it. It's so annoying. It's, mm -hmm. it's very annoying. It's infuriating. I, and like as an attorney, this is precisely why I kind of decided I didn't want to go into copyright law after all. I thought about it for a while and the truth is, is it's really counterintuitive and backwards. I feel like as a profession, I guess, if I was to go into copyright law, it would be a lot of me just being very frustrated that everybody can't just work together to make more money. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because why wouldn't that be their goal? <laughs> that yeah. doesn't seem to be their goal. Yeah. It, it, it's, their goal seems to be 
uh, cling to outdated practices that really shouldn't apply when the landscape is just so different now. Yeah. But whatever, it's fine. I guess they don't realize that half the games I bought this year I bought because I watched somebody else yeah. play mm -hmm. it. I had Come on, no guys. online. It's free no. advertising. <laughs> no. I had no intention whatsoever of getting Dark Souls before I watched a Let's Play. Yeah. When I watched a Let's Play of Dark Souls, I suddenly was like, I'm jealous that I'm not playing this and I have to play it. Yeah, that's been my reaction. A lot <laughs> of the time. It. And then I bought a second copy. Frequently, I don't even watch very much of a Let's Play. Uh, I might just like let it cycle to one on YouTube or whatever, but I'll catch two or three minutes. And I know usually during those two or three minutes of watching actual gameplay, not like manipulated E3, this is gameplay. Like uh, watching actual <laughs> gameplay is a different experience and it's much more engaging. It mm. makes you realize what it's actually going to feel like to be in that world. And I can usually figure out pretty quickly whether or not I'm interested. And um, yeah, like this has convinced me to get several games this year alone. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't, I don't know, kind of feel like maybe there's something beneficial there. Yeah, that it's, they're free just, it's free advertising. That they're somehow rationalizing away. That like, yeah. oh, it's not as, it's not as beneficial to us as, you know, Keeping a stranglehold on our copyright. That's dumb. I guess. I don't know. Especially That's dumb. because Screw you. games these days are like 60 bucks. Yeah. And if you have bills to pay, that's a lot of money. So yeah. you, you don't want to invest in a game that you're going to hate. Mm -hmm. So yeah. you got to check it out first. And maybe that's it. Maybe they think that we're all more willing to invest in a game we hate than after. I don't know. I, I don't know what they're thinking. Yeah. I, I just they're don't not, think. They're not thinking. Yeah. They're yeah. just greedy D-bags. So maybe yeah. this is just coming from us being frustrated that we just recorded for yeah. like an hour and and don't have anything. It was but... unclear online whether it was just Resi 7 like completely or whether it had to do with having HDR on, which I think that just is on with PlayStation Pro. And we've been it? able to record with PlayStation Pro before. So yeah. What the heck? I don't know what the deal is, and but it was just been, really annoying. There have been some games where there's just like a general block. We had all that trouble with Bioshock yeah. before. Um. Ratchet and Clank would block certain movie yeah. scenes, but it it would the the gameplay was open completely. Yeah. And well, Anthem blocks just the very beginning thing yeah. when you start up the game where it just shows like the ranger, mm -hmm. but that's it. I seem to remember there being a whole debacle with Persona 5 too. Oh yeah, Persona 5 yeah. I don't think you can record a single thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. But yeah. I just want to transition into our next topic. We were able to record for Man of Midnight. Yeah, we yes. do have a video yeah, that we're so going to we be putting out. And we're working on so, Yeah. Yay. That'll be, be nice for Halloween. Not so. the Resi 7 one, but <laughs> yeah. we do have Man of Medan. So what yeah. were your thoughts on Man of Medan, Aaron? Um, so overall, I liked it. It was an enjoyable experience. Uh, lots of fun jump scares, but also more of like... A haunting of Hill House style, as you guys described it, where they're just kind of chilling in the background mm -hmm. and out of the corner of your eye, you might catch it, but like blink and you'll miss it kind of thing. It, that makes it infinitely more scary somehow. <laughs> <laughs> but that was really fun. I enjoyed those moments a lot. Um, I was hoping it would be a little bit longer. Um, I know they want you to do multiple playthroughs. And honestly, if it were longer, I wouldn't have a problem playing it a few more times. Like, yeah, I'd, I'd be even more excited because, you know, I, I really want, I really like when choices in games affect the playthrough overall on a very deep level. Um, 
So I, I guess we only lost like, spoilers, two people. And that shortened the game quite a bit, apparently. And I'm pretty sure on Until Dawn, if you keep, like, a few players, you still get to play quite a bit of the game, mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. far as I understand. So that was a little Just disappointing. Just play till Until Dawn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Unless yeah. they all die. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, overall, super fun. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Elsa? So I would basically just ditto everything you said. I, I think that we all kind of had similar feelings in the game overall. And, you know, specifically about the length. I, I do think that the storytelling was, um, I mean, it's weird because I, I think I criticized a lot of the writing in Until Dawn, but I definitely felt like the storytelling in Man of Medan kind of had some weaknesses that I didn't notice in Until Dawn. I had a hard time keeping track of where the characters were and what they were doing and what their individual goals and challenges were in mm -hmm. Man of Medan. And in Until Dawn, like, you could vividly know where everybody was at every step of the game mm -hmm. and, like, what they were trying mm -hmm. to do, what their purpose in this area was, how they got there. Like, all of that was really clear. Mm -hmm. In Man of Medan, not so much. It was a lot more amorphous, and maybe some of that has to do with some of the themes and with the whole idea of the Manchurian gold. I don't know. But it did make for, I thought, less effective and weaker storytelling overall. Mm -hmm. The characters weren't as engaging, but they were fine. Like, I got to like them more by the end, so mm -hmm. that's good. I didn't I didn't like them less <laughs> yeah. after initially bad. meeting them, which sometimes that happens. Mm -hmm. Um, I think overall I do prefer Until Dawn, but I I like what Dark Pictures is putting out there for mm -hmm. us, and I'm curious to see what more they do. And I do want to play through this one a few more times mm -hmm. and just kind of see some of those other possibilities that we kind of missed along the way. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that Man of Badan's biggest strength is the the branching and the options, mm -hmm. and I feel compelled to platinum it if it if only to just see more possible endings and more ways that you can die and just how the story can change depending on the choices that you make and the things that you do. And I still really want to do a playthrough where you say nothing the whole time, just to <laughs> see what nothing, happens. I really want to do that. But um, I also overall think I liked Until Dawn a little bit more. And I think the main reason is because of the characters, because my favorite thing in any media or anything at all in movies, TV, books, video games is characters. I am obsessed with characters and I want to get to know them and I want to feel connected to them. And the characters in Man of Medan were just not as well-rounded as they were in yeah. Until Dawn. And it was harder for me to feel connected to them. There were certain <laughs> things that affected me and there were certain characters that I felt really, that I did feel quite connected to. So Fliss in particular, I felt like I was, I felt like I understood her. And so I felt more connected to her than any of the other characters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's just discuss. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Lady. I forgot. <laughs> I'm just get I'm gonna leave. leave. I'm sorry. I feel like this happens every podcast <laughs> and it's like becoming a running joke, but it's not even a very funny running joke. Um, I forget that you were here. It's fine. Because <laughs> you weren't here at the beginning. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. Okay, go on. Shut up. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to say uh, that it definitely plays different from Until Dawn, and I think that that's the major... Like, I think that some people might have been let down by Man of Dan because it doesn't play like Until Dawn. It's a lot shorter, and, and it's not meant to be played like Until Dawn. 
it's meant to be played over and over and over again and it's and it's probably meant to be played more couch co-op or online co-op mm-hmm. and um I did like Man of Medan however I thought it was a fun time uh it was eerie spoopy and I did end up liking the character all of the characters by the end I did enjoy all of them even though like the second I met Conrad I was like what a douchebag <laughs> and then by the end I was like I think he might be my favorite character because he's a freaking idiot um <laughs> But I definitely think the biggest strength of Man of Medan was the couch co-op because it was so fun to play it with other people Mm. and to, like, to pass the controller. Because we already did that with Until Dawn, but Man of Medan, like, how it kept... Man of Medan was set up to do that. Man of Medan was set up to do that, and it, like, kept track of your, like, stats, like, the most relationship increases or relationship decreases or the most deaths. Or stuff like that. That was so fun. I loved it. Most Miss QTEs. Yes, yeah. most Miss QTEs. It was very fun. Was so, that you or was that Lainey who got that? No, it was, no. was it Elsa. It was Elsa. Oh. I, um, I got most Miss QTEs, but I also had the most QTEs. You had the most yeah. QTEs. Yeah. So that, that makes sense. Total, so bad. That made sense. So I had one. Very many. I had a single QTE in had, the whole game, I and it was several. just to climb into a vent. So in <laughs> my you. in my defense, I had like way more QTEs. Yeah. Than yeah. yeah. So, yeah <laughs> it, was, it was very skewed. Yeah. I I have to say I'm definitely excited for Little Hope. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think so. Mm. Um, which is the next one in the Dark Picture Pictures and anthology because i'm sure that they're going to learn something from man of medan but they're gonna they're definitely gonna keep that couch co-op part and that's Mm. the funnest i would say and i bet it's gonna have to do with witches yeah witches Witches. i love witches seriously (laughs) witches or cults it's gonna be both or both a witch cult a witch cult cult. it's gonna be awesome (laughs) i'm I'm excited i think they're actually called covens I was thinking well, of, cult yeah. of people worshiping witches. Either I, way, I mean, you would matter. know. I mean, you meet with your coven every every Saturday, every Monday night. No. <laughs> oh, Monday night? Yeah. They switched to Mondays. Was it not working for Jessica? It was okay. never. It hasn't been Saturday for like Strawberries. seven years. <laughs> Casual Monday night for Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> Casual Monday night coven meetups for frozen yogurt. Okay, scariest survival <laughs> horror game you have ever played, and we will start with Aaron because your answers are the games we were just talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Until Dawn and Man of Medan are the closest I've come, and they are the closest I will ever come, because I am scared of being chased. I hate it. <laughs> I would actually consider that Asylum level and Thief to be probably... I can't do that. Both asi- so Asylum in Thief 3 and the Asylum in Thief yeah. reboot so are asylum. both really terrifying. <laughs> yeah, something about Asylums. Specifically in the third game, it was at one point an asylum and an orphanage at different times. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's thank not you. a good idea. Yeah. And then it was burned down, which obviously it's going to be it's haunted. <laughs> Why wouldn't they just salt well, the land? <laughs> and it's been a long time, and granted, I think I was playing it at like 2 a.m., so I don't know how like coherent I was. But what I remember about those letter levels is that they were they were they were very survival horror-esque yeah. in that they didn't really rely on jump scares either. It was like a growing sense of dread. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that atmosphere was pretty solid. Oh, it was solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the only like jump scare moment of the whole thing was just when you accidentally ran into the janitor and he started attacking you. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's the like janitor the ghost. hall monitor or something. Yeah. 
And you got away pretty quickly, but it was terrifying because he's invisible. And then suddenly he's just attacking you. You were just getting attacked. He comes up behind you and you feel your controller vibrate and the sound of someone hitting you in the back and just like, yeah, (laughs) it's like, who are you? I would love, I want (laughs) to play Thief. I want to play all of those games. But because (laughs) of those levels, I'm like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Guess I won't. Yeah. I, that's an interest. That's interesting that that's the way that they decided to do a jump scare in Thief is with making your controller vibrate. Yeah, suddenly, as though somebody shoved you that's from behind. Creepy. It was really creepy. It's and clever. Creepy, yeah. And yeah. he shows up a few times, and apparently it's if you leave doors open and drawers open or something like that. That's so weird, and that makes me even yeah. scared. It's I like actually want to cry right you're, now. You're it's leaving fine. the place a mess, and he's. He wants to leave. He's it. offended by it. Yeah, he wants yeah. to make sure it's tidy. He's, he's a very dedicated employee of this orphanage. Yeah, I is. bet that he was one of those kids where if you didn't, you didn't tuck in your chair, he would have like gotten mad at you and like tucked in your chair for you. And or then, one like, of the teacher said to tuck in your chair. Or one of those kids who reminded the teacher of the homework. Yes, he was the one teacher. Of those don't two. we have homework? <laughs> he's a professor Stanford. <laughs> professor Stanford, son of a bitch, the child who's like. Who's like, I really don't want to go to recess. Can I stay in the room and help clean up everybody's desk? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I had no vendetta against that kid. That kid has a special place in my heart. That kid because was I me. was that kid. I was yeah. about to say. <laughs> I didn't, I Were never, you that kid? Well, I still I am that kid. I, <laughs> I didn't remind the teacher that we had homework or anything, but I did get after other kids for not pushing in their chairs. And I did, I was like, I don't want to go to recess. Can I just stay in here and like clean or something? I was definitely not that kid. I was the kid who hid her homework in her desk until it was, <laughs> there was so much there that the teacher had to like call my parents. <laughs> oh, I remember that. And then I had to do homework every day for like a month oh, you like I seem to remember helping you I'd like come home and I'd do one. it for hours and then yeah and oh. it was so bad and I cried every day and Lainey I like I mean I obviously I wasn't one of your classmates but I can vividly <laughs> imagine you like making really uncomfortable and angry eye contact with somebody as you slam their chair into the desk oh I definitely did that all the time <laughs> because look how hard is it to tuck in your chair though right? like I still have a very strong feeling about this. When people don't tuck in their chair, it just irks me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, did you learn nothing? Like, if anything, from elementary school, you must have at least learned to tuck in your damn chair! Strawberries. I'm sorry. Um, Okay, and I'm next. So, uh, scariest survival horror game I've ever played. I've played a lot. Um, But... (laughs) I am thinking specifically and very fondly of PT right now. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's because Death Stranding's coming up next month and I'm psyched. Um, but I think it actually might have a little bit of something to do with Renegade's Cuts video that he did on the hidden meaning of PT. It's really good. You can mm-hmm. find it on YouTube. Fascinating. And he basically posits the theory that, um, that PT was um, essentially... Essentially, Kojima's way of, like, expressing his feelings about basically Konami telling him that they were going to not renew his contract and he was fired or whatever. It's like, like, he points out that there's all this really interesting symbolism in PT that seems to be very consistent with what was going on in his life at the time and that essentially serves as a little coded message of, like, I've been fired. These guys are jerks. 
and um, you know, I'm gonna do something else. Something new is gonna begin Dude. from this. And like that, they and that PT by the time they released the trailer, he would have known that the Silent Hills project was canceled, and mm-hmm. he released it anyway as a kind mm-hmm. of big fu <laughs> to uh, Konami, which is probably why the trailer ended up getting taken down. Like it was really yeah. interesting. Like it kind of got into all of this. But as far as the scariness of that game goes, I think one of the things about it that was so creepy to me is I could tell it was trying to say something Mm -hmm. and I couldn't figure out what it was. And to me, that's the scariest type of survival horror game is when there's some kind of message and trying to work out what it is. I mean, maybe it has to do with the idea of like ghosts or anything supernatural or anything like that trying to communicate with you Mm -hmm. and you kind of get that feeling through the machine so there's my weird take on it yeah can i i need to remember that later in life when when stuff isn't working out for me i should just pull kojima (laughs) and make a beautiful piece of art out of it yeah and then do a big f you to whoever is making my life wronged you (laughs) whoever's wronged me Go for yeah, it. it was it was interesting, but um, it also made me recall playing that game and just loving it. But at the same time, being so disturbed by like some of the implications and trying to figure out what it all meant. And ooh, yeah, it, I don't know. It's a very eerie game. I think ooh. I will say watching you play that the part that was most upsetting. <laughs> Bless you. Excuse me. Bless you. Scream sneezer. The part that was most upsetting was the fact that it was almost incomprehensible. Mm-hmm. Like what I, I'm watching it and I'm trying to devise a meaning and it's so difficult to understand what the game is telling well, you or even, what even Lisa was trying to tell well, you. Well, even like taking his theory into account and posing this meaning onto the trailer, it doesn't make it less scary. It just makes it more interesting. That's it's true. still really scary and eerie. In fact... It's so scary. I'm getting freaked out just remembering you playing yeah. it. Can I'm like hearing I'm like hearing Lisa's weeping in my I in know, my head I right now and I don't want to keep thinking of it. Fun fact, someone modded the game so that you could turn your camera yeah. around. Lisa is always behind oh, you. Oh, yeah. no, it's so yeah. scary. Thanks. There's both practical reasons for that, like so she can appear in the mirror, mm-hmm. but also it's just freaking uh, crazy and scary. Yeah. And it would explain why. Stop. Stop. Okay, yeah, we'll stop. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I feel like something's I know, crawling I feel like down something my spine is right now. watching me now. It's freaking me yeah, out. I, can we'll feel, I feel like she's behind me. Can we just keep going? She's not behind me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Aaron, I didn't think that would work so well. Aaron successfully. <laughs> As I was telling Lainey that there was nothing behind her, Aaron acted like there was, and Lainey freaked out. She, I like collapsed on Aaron. Fell off her chair. Aaron had this look on her face, and it was just like this really convincing, stricken look of fear. Um, I still feel like something's behind me. Okay. That was really, really good, Aaron. Thank you. I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm not usually the one scary, so it was kind of fun. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and sometimes that picture, picture of, of a car, car looks like a face. <laughs> it looks like a face. Sometimes it looks like a face. So, I can um, see that. I've also sure. been listening to a lot of my favorite murder. Can we please keep going? <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, so my scariest survival horror game was probably Outlast Whistleblower. Um, Lainey made me play it for 
her, her birthday. birthday. Yeah. <laughs> and I played the whole game in one sitting and I just ran through it and I didn't hardly pick up anything. I think I picked up two batteries in the whole game. And I just... I just kind of careened through it. I just because it was scary. Yeah, it was terrifying, mm-hmm. and my heart was going so fast, and I was so scared the whole time. And... <laughs> I really appreciate that you did that yeah. for me. <laughs> You're welcome. Can I just say I feel like some people call me a hypocrite because I would never play a game like that myself, but I'd make you play. It. <laughs> and then you bought it for me for my birthday. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so she but... got me for my birthday was the Outlast trilogy, and she's like, "Now you have to play them all." <laughs> <laughs> but. I would just like to counter argument that I am aware of this part of me and that I do not care. And I, I, you know, yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, Jensen. Anyway, that was definitely the scariest (laughs) one. Um, Possibly the only survival horror I've ever played. I mean, does uh, Until Dawn count? Does Dead Space count? Yeah, I think they count. Dead Space, you have a weapon. And Until Dawn is... So, well, still have to survive. Yeah, you can. Okay. Then it's not the only one, but it is the scariest one. So, yeah. Yes, Rebel Horror can include violence. My favorites don't, but um, yeah. it's fine. It's fun. Okay. Well, <laughs> you inflicting violence. Not you I still, inflicting violence. Yeah. I did enjoy... <laughs> people inflicting violence on each other while you watch. I did enjoy Outlast Whistleblower, despite being so terrified. But it definitely was one of my scariest gaming um, experiences ever. Um that and when Elsa made me play through the cornfield part of Outlast 2. Oh. I thought you'd like it. It was so scary. Oh. I got through it. I'm weirdly good at survival horror, she is guys. What's the deal? Yeah. yeah, you did get through it, which is impressive because I think that was when I was playing it through on hard. Because oh. I had played it, I because I, I'd beat it a, a couple of times yeah. before I got to that playthrough. And then I was like, uh, I really don't want to do the cornfield thing right now. And I was just like, Jensen, do you want to? And you got through it fine. And I was like, First oh, try. good job. Because precisely because I, I'm pretty sure I was on a harder difficulty at that point. Yeah. But you were doing good. Know, I'm weirdly good at survival horror, but I can't play it because it's too scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Lainey, well, what's your answer? What's the scariest game I you've mean, ever played? Look, I just played Resi 7, um, not beaten, because I'm never going to beat that. But uh, I played like an hour. So, so just like an hour ago. I'm going to count it. Um, yeah. I, it was scary. It, I've, look, here's the deal. I've seen that beginning part before. It was my first time playing it, though. And, uh, yeah, it was scary. I think the part in the water was the scariest bit. That's pretty creepy. That, that, I feel like water, being drenched in water and having to go through it knowing that there's something underneath that might pull you under is super creepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, waist-high standing water is terrifying. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that was waist-high standing pee. Yeah. It might have been pee. <laughs> and dead bodies. Um, <laughs> Which pee makes it slightly less scary, but a lot more disgusting. <laughs> You know? Yeah, because I mean, at least there's an explanation of because like why there's so least, much of it down there. It's like I'm, that's the that's the outhouse. You're just in the outhouse. Because at least so. then you're like walking gross, through a bunch but... of pee, and you can at least laugh because you're like <laughs> pee. Because otherwise, it's like it's like why is there so much water underneath this house? I don't know. That just freaks me out more it's than cursed. just why is there so much pee underneath this house? Like, so, well, people be peeing. Yeah. People be peeing. And animals. You know, they always be peeing. The the most consistent thing throughout all of history is that people be peeing. So. 
You this is all let it getting go cut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gotta cut Especially this. Especially the fear of sitting on a disgusting toilet seat. Yeah. Like, yeah. They just Honestly, have to stand. The yeah. best survival horror game is just trying to find, like, not disgusting bathroom and going in it. <laughs> Are you saying that every single pee dream I've ever had could be a survival horror yes. game? In fact, I yes. think I might, like, oh. that's mine. Is that a graceful segue into our next question? Oh, yes, it is! So, oh. I totally didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> so, I did! Why you cut that sound I just made? Honestly, we haven't been cutting I'm going the to last cut it couple. out, but then I'm going to turn it into your notification yeah. on my phone, <laughs> like I did with Lainey's laugh. We, like a cackle. We have not edited a ton from the last couple of episodes. I have a feeling this one's going to be pretty popular. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's already like guys. 84 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Um, so turn one of your nightmares into a survival horror game really quick. Erin. Ooh, so I actually had a recent dream that was a little bit like a level on a video game. So like you had to hide in different rooms in a certain order and you had to hide in exactly the right spot or the shadowy figure would find you and you would lose and have to start over. Um, it was super stressful because I kept failing and I guess you could say it's like a low budget, much less scary version of Alien Isolation. Yeah, <laughs> that works. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try to summarize this. I had an ice skating dream recently. <laughs> and um, I What's scary about that? Tell us also. Listen. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> so here's my premise. You're out in the woods and it's snowing. Cool. And there's ice and you have Me. a cold meter that basically means that as the longer it takes you to find shelter, the colder you're going to get and the slower your movements are going to get and the more likely you are to succumb to things like frostbite and lose the use of your fine digits and then eventually maybe even your entire body. So you have a timer essentially and you have a limited ability to pick things up depending on how cold it is Mm. and how to help them. Um, Like, so if you wait too long, then you're just out of luck. Um, And there are some ice skating demons coming after you. Ice skating demons? And the ice that you're walking across occasionally... Are they from the Progressive commercial? And (laughs) you're walking, you have to occasionally cross icy areas and the ice can crack and you can fall through. And if you fall through the ice, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to go back to your checkpoint. You can climb out and keep going, but now your cold meter gets taken down even more and so you have less time and you're moving slower and these demon things are coming after you and you have to figure out puzzles to like avoid them because they're faster than you and then you find your way to the shelter and you're okay for a minute you warm up you renew your health and then the heat goes out and water spills all over the ground and it turns into a big ice skating rink and the demons reappear and the game keeps going Oh so Elsa just Twist. made like stress dream the game. <laughs> Seriously, um, I just have to say though, when you said the demons are ice skating, <laughs> I just, my first thought, demons. yes, my first thought was, you know, the the monster in Ghostbusters, the like horned demon looking monster thingy. I think that Sigourney Weaver and what's his bucket turn into, the, um, like the the like gorgons, the gargoyles, yes, yeah. the grotesque things. Yes, pictured those with white ice skates on their feet and yeah like I'm figure skating white. outfits coming out <laughs> yeah that's exactly what i was imagining just that right i there. mean yeah. i think that's pretty scary yeah. perfect doing Do triple actually... axle jumps yes <laughs> exactly doing all kinds of crazy like jumps and and tricks and whatever and and we were born to make history <laughs> now that's gonna be stuck in my head forever <laughs> 
Does Sigourney, Sigourney Weaver turn into one of them, or am I imagining that? No, that happens. Okay, good. I was like, oh, is wow. this another from memory kind of thing where no, I'm that's, just like that's completely totally, off? You remembered that correctly. Okay, cool. Okay, and Jensen, what is your game? Okay, so I know I already cited the pee dreams. Um, <laughs> my pee dreams are wild, dude. <laughs> I always still pee. I, there was one where I literally was, there was a homeless man in the stall with the stall with me, which was literally just an alleyway. And he was staring at me eating a sandwich and I still went you were in the like, dream. Like, like, look, man, whatever. this isn't going to stop me. I have to get this now. Get this done. Those are the worst dreams. Pee dreams are terrible. But that's not that's not actually what I had planned for my game. I actually had a dream once where I was a child at a carnival when the zombie apocalypse broke out. And then I was trying to find my parents and my siblings. And it was really scary. Mm. And it was crazy because the zombies were all just like coming at us and people were slowly getting bitten and standing up and turning it was like a really fast turn process like people were just zombies like instantly and i was just this little kid like i think i was like seven years old or something like really little kid mm. just like trying to figure my way through the zombie apocalypse so that Aww. child in the zombie apocalypse uh, at a carnival at a carnival love it yeah Scary. zombie clowns Oh, yeah, zombie clowns were a thing in that Ugh. dream. Please stop. <laughs> I just really listened fast. to the episode episode about John Wayne Gacy. I cannot do this yeah. today. No, Ooh. thank you. Okay, bye. <laughs> the thing about the bite happening quickly is there's something, like, really sad about the whole no time to say goodbye thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? No time. It was, like, it was like in um, World War Z, mm-hmm. how it was, like, just really fast change, mm-hmm. yeah. but not as... Um, lame overall the book is so good <laughs> i know the movie was okay but you know, i love the, the movie yeah. yeah it's terrifying i just didn't like <laughs> there was something about the zombie thing that just kind of irked me i'm not sure i'm totally just annoyed sure they called it world war z it had nothing to do with that book and that book's really good <laughs> okay we can't get into this <laughs> okay lane so i didn't i i don't have i don't have nightmares very often anymore the nightmares that i do have are incredibly boring and just uh, specifically nightmares because it's my life and not your life. Like, if you had that dream, then you'd be like, what the heck? It's fine. You're just talking to some people. It's a nightmare for me. <laughs> but um, I do think that if I were to make a game, it would be very... It would be like PT because I did have an idea for a horror game where it's just like there are certain things that are just kind of off, like some objects have two shadows or some objects like I wanted to try and experiment with would you feel uneasy if like there are things sorry there are things that your brain recognized just subconsciously so you might not exactly know why you feel uneasy but you are uneasy because your brain like subconsciously knows that that's not right like the light is coming from this direction. The shadow should be over there, but it's not. It's over here, and there's two of them. Mm. And I was thinking, maybe combine that with one of those uh, one of those famous dreams where you're, like, in the house, and there's suddenly a room that you never recognize. Mm. Like, it's just there. And while I was thinking about it, I thought that maybe even... Because I did have one dream where... I'm sorry, I'm waffling a ton. But I did have one dream where the house was on fire, and I was trying to get mom's attention and she like didn't recognize that I was there 
or, or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, she couldn't tell that I was there, and it felt like I was in another dimension. So, like, maybe you're stuck in a nightmare dimension in your house, and that there are these weird things that are kind of slightly off at first, and then they can get increasingly weirder, and you're, like, finding new rooms, and all the people in your house, like, don't recognize you, and then they become hostile. That's my dream. That sounds really scary. Yeah, it does sound scary. I just want to point out really fast, though. What? Double Shadows is Doctor Who, the Silence in the Library one. I know. And, um... Is it called Silence in the Library? Something like that. It's Something not in Silence the library. in the Library. Something in the Library. It's the Vashon Narada one. Yeah. And then the um, room in your house that you've never seen before was also, there. Doctor Who. Doctor Who. <laughs> I know. Amy I'm Pond. taking a lot from Doctor Who, but come on. They inspired a lot of my nightmares. I know. I'm just, <laughs> I'm not saying like, oh, you're ripping them off. I'm just like, I just wanted to point it out because I really liked both of those episodes. Yeah. No, those are great. <laughs> Like, there's there's nothing like the subtle horror of suddenly there's just a room in your house yeah. that you never I, noticed. I love it's when he points there. out that she doesn't want to look at it. Yeah. She just doesn't want to she look at it. She doesn't see it. I love it. That okay. was cool. We're going to break away from video games for a second. Well, actually, for the next, like, two questions. Tell me a scary story. Have you guys ever seen any ghosts? I have not. Thank goodness, because I would die. But Zach and James have. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, specifically quite a few in James's backyard, like shadow people and even at one point a shadow wolf, mm-hmm. which is pretty spooky. Mm-hmm. They thought it was James's dog, so they called it over. And when it came up, they're like, that's not the dog. That's <laughs> not our dog. <laughs> that is a shadow wolf. I mean, wolf. I'd still be like, good boy. <laughs> James's backyard at one point was haunted AF and I hated going back there because <laughs> sometimes they would force me to at night and I'm like, oh my gosh, why do you suck so bad? <laughs> Pretty typical to just see like actual full body figures. Yeah. Just in the backyard. Yeah, for yeah. those guys. Zach did live in a haunted house on his mission, and it was like one of those stereotypical, like away from everything house no. on a hill, no. like kind of old, no. kind of big, and hear footsteps at night. And there Look, was a the creepy worst. piano in the basement that every once Ooh. in a while they could just hear kind of. See, playing dissonant harmonies. Okay. <laughs> That's the worst because That's I don't like, feel yeah. like you can easily call up your mission president and be like, yo, the house we live in is haunted. Yeah. We gotta move. He'd like, probably uh, be like, well, have you tried performing an exorcism? Like, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Have you watched be like, the exorcism? Like, oh yeah. right. Did you see the exorcism? Did, did you see what happened to the priest? We always talk about Britt's house because I think it's the only place we've been where, like, we all it's kind like, of agree there's something weird about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's freaky. Um, and, like, I'm not Even gonna... now, even though it's pretty quiet now, it's still pretty freaky. There's, mm. like, weird feelings in there. Oh, I haven't noticed anything really there it's in a couple of years. I, I do hear stuff at night sometimes, but... I don't... Okay, I'm just gonna jump the gun and do my thing. I've never really seen anything. I've never had, like, a real, like, significant experience, but... Being in their house, I have just, like, a feeling like I'm not alone there. Mm. Like, I, and it's not necessarily hostile, but I it is kind it's of malicious. eerie. It's kind of like, like, even when it's just me and Lily, I feel like there are other people there. And it kind of freaks me out. Mm. Yeah. And Yeah, I would say that's, that's probably a good assessment of it. Like, when I'll... Like when you guys went to the store and I was just sitting alone with Lily on the couch watching mm-hmm. TV for like 40 minutes. Yeah. 
Um, I could hear stuff going on in the other rooms and it's, and it's not anything like malevolent. It's just you, it's just like the general sense that you get when you're in a house and there's other people Mm -hmm. there and you can tell that they're doing something in another room. It's just that, except it's in a situation where I am definitely alone. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I'm hearing footsteps upstairs in the nursery. I know there's nobody in there. Yeah. And I just don't worry about it anymore because I'm so used to it at that particular house. There is a ghost residing there we're good with it now i kind of think that when brit just like laid down the law and was like you can be here but you can't like you you can't interfere with my life that it i don't know it somehow made it it made them like cohabit you know yeah like if you could just be a nice roommate yeah ever since she did that it's been pretty chill it's just like that you just have the creepy feeling that like there's you're never alone in that house but you don't have all of the like you know, cupboards opening and like the yeah. dogs freaking out at stuff. And my mist clock and, like, always resetting itself stuff. every time I came to that house. Yeah. That was so obnoxious. Yeah. I couldn't keep an alarm in that house yeah. because mm-hmm. it would like reset every single time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like the one time that you could hear Lily walking around in the kitchen, but you but, could also feel Lily licking your foot. Yeah, I know, which was... that's just like a creepy pasta. Yeah. yeah. But like that happened. <laughs> no, me. that actually and happened. I, remember... I was there. It was Ooh. happening to yeah. me. I, remember, and Jen said. I, I could feel Lily feeling... sitting on my leg. At the time, I could hear her out in the kitchen, and she was licking your yeah. foot, apparently. Yeah, she, like, she was we, like... We didn't even talk about it till the morning after. We were, like, yeah. talking, and we were just like, did you hear that? Did you yeah. hear the dog, dog nails clicking yeah, in the did. kitchen? But you could feel Lily sitting on the bed. She was <laughs> licking my foot, and um, and then, yeah, in the kitchen, you could hear dog nails clicking. You could hear her drinking from her bowl. So, basically, the dog's in two places is what it feels like. But we don't know which one was the real dog. I'm oh, going to say it was not the one licking my foot. <laughs> Yeah. I hope I think I swear it's I know every time I tell that to people always be like oh you're making that up that's just the scary story about the guy who's like humans can lick too screw you people okay I lived it I was so scared out of my mind but I managed to fall asleep I want to see you do that also I know what Lily's tongue feels like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's licking you constantly tongue, I know what a it's human how she shows affection feels like as opposed to a dog's tongue yeah I'm not an idiot yeah <laughs> so I mean yeah there's Brit's house and that was kind of um and that was kind of the main thing that we've all shared I don't know when Zach's gonna be home so I have to go to bed by myself oh <laughs> sorry it's okay can, can I have a bite stay? before I tell my ghost story <laughs> Wait, what is... Oh, yeah, I remember my ghost story. We all need to sleep. It is really warm. Ooh, what's That's because it was in my pocket for, like, three hours. Lainey, what's your ghost story? So, um, I don't know, man. It's weird. <laughs> One second, why don't you... <laughs> kind of have to pee right now, so they don't get too scared. <laughs> oh, my God. So... Um, one night, this was years ago, one night I was getting ready to go to bed and I was getting into bed, like I turned off my light, I'm getting into bed and as I'm getting in- Were you getting into bed? Yeah, I was getting in. And uh, at this point, mom and dad are asleep, Elsa's downstairs, Jensen is actually still in her room playing video games, lights on. As usual. As usual. Jensen stays up till like 3am playing games every night. And, um, as I'm getting in, I look over through the hall and, um, in the hallway, um, I have a good view of our parents' doorway and the door is slightly 
open just a little bit. And then I see this person sort of peek through, like open the door slightly and look, look at me through the hallway. And at first I just think it's dad because he stays up late too. And that he's checking on me because this person is incredibly tall. I can tell immediately. And when he takes Ambien, he gets really concerned that we're all okay and checks on us constantly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's very he's a strange person on Ambien. Ambien Dad is a weird dude. Ambien Dad is a lot more free with him, his feelings and his thoughts. I sit up a little bit and I'm just like, Dad, what's up? Are you okay? And it doesn't move and doesn't say anything. And as I'm looking closer, I notice that I it does not have a face. <laughs> no. And is not your father. It's not my father. Like, I'm like, hmm, that's weird. Dad does dad usually has a face. <laughs> Even when he's on Ambien. Even when he's on Ambien. I'm like, huh. And I was just like, okay. <laughs> like out I think I said something dumb out loud, like, okay. <laughs> it was probably one of those nights where I thought you were just talking to your, yeah. in your sleep because you talk in your sleep sometimes. I do that a lot. Um, I shout in my sleep too. No. Um, I said, okay. And I just laid back down and I covered myself with my, my sheet and I closed my eyes and I tried really hard to go to sleep and I fell asleep. <laughs> but what was really weird about that experience was that a couple days later, Elsa told us that she had had a sleep paralysis episode where a tall man with no face came into her room. No. Oh, no, he had a face. Oh, okay, well, maybe. <laughs> no, he was the your, tall man. Was your tall man, like, seven and a half feet tall? He was tall. Yeah. I couldn't tell exactly. He was taller dad. than your husband, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, that was how I knew it wasn't dad, because I looked at this person... And then I was like, oh, he's too tall to be dad. And then I was like, frick, he's too tall to be dad. Because <laughs> oh like, our father is not a small man. Yeah, <laughs> and, no. I, and I sat up in bed and it was a sleep paralysis episode. This is the thing is I've had some that I do think are legitimate sleep paralysis episodes. And then I've had some like this where I was like, is it sleep paralysis by moving around? No. <laughs> and it so like, I was, so I was yeah. sitting up. Yeah. And so I was sitting straight up in bed and I'm definitely awake at this point. And I'm like, I'm like halfway through asking, Dad is oh like no. that kind of like I was like that's not Dad, <laughs> and um and all of a sudden the face because it did have a face it did um it, it he's he's like just sort of glaring at me just kind of in like a set angry <gasps> glare yeah. and then all of a sudden the expression changes from anger to like shock oh, and because you could see him. yeah that's kind of how it felt. Yeah. And I was just staring at him and like, we're just kind of doing this face to face staring for a second. And he goes from, yeah, like looking at me with this steady sort of angry look to just total surprise. And then as I was climbing out of bed, the image just like faded into nothing. So yeah, I mean, hypnogagia, maybe. I've Mm. never heard of that happening when you are like, up and standing around. Yeah, that never happened to me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Uncle Dan has had one where maybe. he started moving and the, the image of Dracula or Nosferatu was like, still coming at him. Was still yes. coming yeah, him. I feel like you told me a story of yeah. Nosferatu coming at him Ooh. as he was sitting up. Yeah, our, our, <laughs> uncle, like, our uncle sleep paralysis demons are always classical movie monsters. <laughs> yes, always. <laughs> Which, like, sign me up. Why do I get the weird breathing on my neck and I can't see anything? But, I have no yeah. sleep problems. <laughs> Woo, not good. Yeah, it's great. 
Tessa um, just doesn't sleep. She's fine. I'm too um, good at but sleep. But yeah, I couldn't really tell. You I said I'm good at sleep? I'm too I couldn't good make out a face. I could tell that they were tall. I couldn't really make uh, um, out exactly what height they were because they were leaning, like they were hunching over and looking through a doorway. Oh my gosh. I have I'm to not going to be able to sleep tonight, tonight you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Jinx. Slipper party. <laughs> well, that was fun. Getting on to subjects away from all of the creepy things. <laughs> Or Aaron. not for mine. <laughs> yeah, or not from a few other And Aaron's. Okay. <laughs> Maybe all of Yeah, ours. not mine either. Okay. <laughs> so what not video game thing are you obsessed with right now, Aaron? <laughs> so Zach and I have just finished um, The Haunting of Hill House. And it was really fantastic and super spooky. And holy crap, it scared the crap out of me. And I still have trouble going to sleep, even with Zach in the other room. Like, speaking of sleep paralysis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, terrifying. And the tall man, oh my gosh, that is so scary. Speaking of which, Zach has seen a tall man ghost hey. thing. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Yeah. This is why we yeah. made. This is why we made jokes about Zach's horrible experiences <laughs> all morning because Zach is also the person who's like seen the most. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should make more of those. Stuff. I always wonder like what qualifies as a tall man to Zach though. Yeah, because <laughs> I would guess that my tall man I saw was about seven and a half feet tall just by judging where the top of his head was versus the door frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I think that would be tall for Zach. I think. <laughs> I feel like the one Zach saw was like 10 feet or something. Oh gosh. No. Yeah. Like that is too tall. Tall for Zach is Horrifying. really tall. You know what that reminds me <laughs> of? It's like have? a giant, like a Harry Potter giant. There was like this old game I remember watching Chantel play and I can't remember what it was, but in it, you, it was like Chinese or something and you're fighting these zombies and they were all incredibly tall. No. Like they were all like 10 feet tall. Oh my gosh. Mm. No. They were creepy as heck. Mm-mm. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Ugh, I still have nightmares about that. It's yeah. not Tenchu? No, because it was like a top-down thing, too. Even oh, It managed okay. to be terrifying, even though it was top-down. Ooh, I don't know what that is. Mm. Yikes, that's spooky. <laughs> but yeah. Maybe I made it up with my weird child brain. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Which is even scarier. <laughs> but yeah, um, really well done. It's the kind of ghost movies that I like because it wasn't like satanic or possession or anything mm-hmm. like that. It was just a good old fashioned mysterious haunting which was, yeah, I loved it. Yeah, it's a drama. Like yeah. a proper family drama with some ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> with some ghosts. Maybe there. Lots nice. of ghosts in the background. We watched yeah. that video. Oh yeah. And I thought I caught a good amount because I yeah. was looking for them but oh my gosh there are so many more so than many. I could have imagined and yeah. it's yeah. freaky. So <laughs> Super cool. Um, Also, I read the Batman Court of Owls saga comic, which was really good. Mm -hmm. I wish it had been longer. Like, I would have loved more of a slow burn, like getting into the action. Um, But yeah, overall, really well done. Really pretty art. And I want to read more comic books now because they're fun. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so my thing I'm obsessed with right now, I finished writing a book yesterday oh. and, uh, that's kind of, nice. I've been really focused on trying to finish this one. It's like the fifth draft of a book that I have been trying to properly write since I was like 17 mm-hmm. and each draft just keeps being like, not quite what I want. Mm. Um, I'm pretty happy with this one. I feel like this might be 
it Woo. finally. Like it's really, it feels solid. It feels like what I wanted it to be. And so I've started outlining a sequel to it. Nice. And I'm going to do that for NaNoWriMo, I think, because I've already got a pretty good idea of what I want it to be like. And I, I just, I don't know, it feels good to occasionally get caught up in my own work. I feel like I read a lot and I watch a lot of movies and I play a lot of games and I'm always sort of absorbing and enjoying like fiction. And um, so I'd kind of forgotten, it's been a few years, I think, since I've gotten really caught up in like my own sort of work mm -hmm. and this was good this was a good little obsessive month for me and and my book so i'm excited about that nice. um i am once again obsessed with my favorite murder um i'm listening to the entire thing again for i think the fourth time and it's really fun um i think i'm in like the early 40s episodes just listened to the John Wingacy one and then told Lainey to listen to it and it was infuriating yeah it's infuriating <laughs> how, the how how the heck how did he manage to get away with it first off so how did he manage like, to get married twice yes yeah. like that's the thing there are awesome people out there who don't get married at all how are all of these serial killers <laughs> like, getting married too. they're serial killers <laughs> Also, Ugh, also, 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 I'm so annoying. Can I just say how angry I am that they charged him with sodomy instead of child molestation? Yes. And that's how he got out in 18 months. Why yeah. are we doing oh. this? Who wants to protect the child molesters? Who's doing that? I okay. don't know. I'm sorry. It's insane. Yeah, not okay. Yeah. So, as a segue <clears throat> to my section, I'm also obsessed with my favorite murder right now. I wasn't. <laughs> I was just, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was just going to say that I really like it. I <laughs> there was more I wanted to say, but I can't remember you know. now. I don't know. It's it's a really, really, really good podcast. I'm sorry. It's I'm... okay. You're editing Jensen, so you could always record something later and be like, editing Jensen here? This is what I wanted to say. Yeah. I yeah. wanted to say, ladies, a big poop face. <laughs> <laughs> I approve, actually. Um, well, I am currently... Kind of, kind of obsessed with my favorite murder. Just spooky things right now is sort of what I'm going for. But I'm also enjoying listening to the Adventure Zone podcast from the McElroy brothers and Father. And it's some quality content. And so is my favorite murder. So I'm having a good time. It's a really good time. And it's really fun to listen to it at work. Mm -hmm. And then to talk about serial killers. <laughs> In uh, front of a bunch of people. Of people at work. <laughs> we're like talk we're like complaining about how they handled John Wayne Gacy, like in front of everyone yeah. at work. Ugh. I really hope you guys don't get fired. I know. <laughs> I think we'll be fine. We're good workers. We we're just talk and stuff. laugh a lot. We do lots <laughs> of stuff. We get tons done. Yeah. <laughs> so what are you looking forward to playing next? Oh, sorry. Really quick. Speaking of serial killers. Um, we just started watching a show called Prodigal Son. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. It was so good. My favorite Michael did a special Sheen, episode right? on that oh, one. Really? Yeah, and then sorry, interviewed Michael one of the um, Michael Sheen. Actors. Yeah, it is Sheen. Yeah, Michael Sheen is the dad. He's a serial killer, and his son ah, becomes I know this. a profiler for the FBI. And yeah. it was so good, and I love it. It looks great. I was yeah. meaning to check that one out. It's really yeah. fun. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um so Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order comes out November 15th and mm. it looks so legit you guys mm -hmm. like you're an actual super cool Jedi and it looks amazing and I'm 
I just can't wait. <laughs> I am a little disappointed that I don't get to be a Twi'lek. A Twi'lek? Yeah, an alien. Yeah, Star the Wars weird alien. ones, the, the ones with the things. I that really, is I just disappointing. Yeah, yeah. I just really wanted to be a Twi'lek. Yeah, I, I heard they were doing another alien. Star Wars game, and I was like, "Ooh, can I choose from all the weird alien races?" <gasps> like, no, you you get to be a white guy. <sighs> Star Wars RPG. <laughs> why? We why? Star Wars why? RPG. <laughs> why? <laughs> Seriously, they do that. I know. If you give us all these cool options for like things other than human. And then they're like, nah, you gotta be a white dude with a buzz cut. Like, <laughs> what the heck? Who wants to be the white dude with a buzz cut? No offense to the white dude with the buzz cut. He's got a life and it's valid. But, like, I don't want I want that. it to be a Twi'lek. <laughs> yeah. Let me know how it is when you play it. I will. Because I don't have enough money to pre-order it, so mm. I'm not going to get it until it's been out for a while. Yeah. But it looks fun. Yeah, I'll let you know. Yeah even come over and play it if you guys want. We actually should do that. We should do yeah. Party! Star Wars yeah. party! Woo-hoo. Star Wars party. <laughs> yeah. Elsa, what about you? I want Death Stranding. <gasps> yes. I want it now. <laughs> yes. It comes out in two weeks. Dude, what if it got pushed back to May? <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh. Speaking of which, Last of Us Part 2 just got pushed back to May and we found oh, out yeah. today. That is depressing. That's very depressing. I still haven't played the first one, and I wasn't going to pre-order the second one, but it just, it worries me. Like, because I do have a lot of, I, 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 I don't know, I want that, the second game to do really, really well. My, I want it to be amazing, you know? Mm. Even though I haven't played the same, first one. I I'm still a, want it to be good. I'm in the same place, worried. but my heart goes out to the majority of the gaming community that just mm. absolutely loved The Last of Us. Because, like, yeah, it was a good game. And uh, I'm sorry, guys, but maybe maybe they're just taking a little extra time to make sure it's good. Let's hope that's the thing. That's the case. That's what I like to think when a game Whenever gets games. back. Mm. Yeah. And you should understand because these are wise words from a person whose favorite series is Dragon Age. And <laughs> Dragon Age 4, where are you? Hello. <laughs> Dra- information about Dragon Age 4, where are you? <laughs> There's some. We yeah. get little snippets. Just little bits. Every so often. Mm. Um... I am looking forward to playing Outer Worlds, which actually is coming out tonight. It's already out. It's been out for like a couple hours now. And I chose to not pick it up at the nine o'clock release so that I could record this podcast. So it's okay. You wouldn't have had time to play it tonight anyway. And you have work tomorrow and I'll pick it up while you're gone. I'll be waiting for you when you go home. I'm really excited to play it. I can't wait to make my character. (laughs) (laughs) But it's going to be fun. I'm excited. Lainey, is the game you're looking forward to Dragon Age 4? (laughs) (laughs) Dragon Age 4. Yeah. Um, So right now I'm just, I'm pretty excited to keep playing Greedfall. Like I just, I'm excited to see where the story goes. And I have a lot of questions that I'm happy because I feel like they are going to get answered. Sometimes I'm worried about that when it comes to a new game and a company that I'm not familiar with, but I do feel like Spiders is going to handle this one pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, besides that, I have finally decided I'm going to do it, guys. I'm going to get a platinum. Yes. Um, I'm, I, Jensen, because I didn't don't do anything ever. Um, Jensen <laughs> was looking at my achievements and she found <laughs> that um, Dragon Age 2, I only have like like five achievements five left achievements and one of them is the platinum and dragon age 2 is actually not very hard to platinum um the hardest achievement that i have trophy. left 
the hardest achievement that I have left <laughs> is um, not getting knocked out for the first year that you play. But Ooh. as long as I play on casual, I think I should be able to get that pretty easily and just make sure to save a lot and reload if I do end up falling in combat, mm. which I do think is going to be unlikely. So, um, and then next up, I just get to be the biggest bastard that ever bastarded. <laughs> so, side with the Templars. It's a trophy. <laughs> and become the Viscount oh of Kirkwall. Trophy, not an not achievement. <laughs> hey. You're playing it on PlayStation. And guys, this is fresh on the heels of our boy David Jackson from PlayStation yes. Access. Platinum. Yeah. His first platinum. Horizon oh. Zero Dawn. So, oh, yeah. so proud of him. Proud. He's grown up so much. That's that was the first one I got. Platinum too. Yeah. yeah. That was the first one I got. Yeah. And now I have nine. <laughs> I definitely feel <laughs> like because Dave finally got a platinum, I need to get one. Mm-hmm. Because Dave can't have... Dave got a platinum before you, lady. I can't live in a universe where Dave has a platinum and I don't. It, like, actually (laughs) makes me uncomfortable thinking about it. You know, this actually also addresses a thing that I've been meaning to say for so long. Way back in, like, was it episode nine was it when you said you finished edith finch and you platinumed it i'm so angry no you did not because There's there no is platinum. no platinum trophy and i've been meaning to say that I for so long 100 percented it that's so, excuse me that's so upsetting because even mayonnaise is mayonnaise where you literally just tap on a jar of mayonnaise that puts on different outfits for <laughs> however many hours what? you can platinum that game yeah but you can't platinum. It has oh, to do mayonnaise. with the number of trophies. Yeah. Okay, that's dumb. You can't even platinum a piece of art such as Edith Finch. Yeah, yeah it has to dumb. do with the number of trophies. Uh, Screw that. It doesn't have the like minimum amount. You know amount. what I say? Neither to does that. Batman VR. I found that out, and then I was immediately like, oh. I am less invested in getting all of these trophies. <laughs> you know what I say to that? I have two left. The freaking, Still have two left. the freaking person who decided that that would be a thing. Probably can't even count high enough to the number that is required for a platinum trophy. So screw you, man. Should we end this before Eleni continues to insult? <laughs> She's gonna keep insulting you. Oh, I checked out like 10 minutes. <laughs> it's over two hours. Yeah, this is a long-ass podcast. Yeah, we're gonna need to cut some stuff. Well, this has been long-ass podcast. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. Just kidding. This is Princess and another podcast, just in case there is already a podcast called Long Ass Podcast. (laughs) I'm going to look it up. Because there probably is. (laughs) And if not, we should make another one. And um, we actually already have an idea for another podcast. Oh, yeah. Lainey and I already have a plan. um, Video Who. And uh, because it's based off of uh, Video Killed the Radio Star, but like radio's back in because podcasts. And it's just a podcast rating other podcasts. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, yeah, we just listen to random podcasts and then talk about them. We want to nice. do this. Yes, that's awesome. Video who? They actually, who is she? In we the, don't know her. <laughs> the episode of My Favorite Murder I was listening to today, today at work, they actually started out saying that they should make a podcast about podcasts. Yes. And they were like, we shouldn't. That would run us out of business or no, something. It was a whole big crazy Dude, thing. No, and then they wouldn't. got into like a podcast about podcasting podcasts or something. Oh. <laughs> it's like, what is happening? Also, there is no long ass podcast. Um, we need not it. and not on Stitcher at least. Copyright. Let's take it. Not that I can see. Despite how long this podcast has been, 
unfortunately, your princess is not in this podcast. Maybe she'll be in the next one. Who knows? Stick around. Maybe she'll be in the long ass podcast. 